Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit EFFECTV.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Binyak, welcome to the show. Sebastian, thank you. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Show. We love to talk about the world of startup, the good, the bad, the gritty. So I'm curious to learn about what your experience has been with that and, of course, what you guys uh, are doing over at Videoverse. But before we get into all that, let's help our listeners better understand a little bit more about you and your backstory. Yeah, awesome. So my backstory has been very simple. Uh, I was actually on the other side of the table before starting Videoverse. I was actually a venture capitalist cutting checks for young entrepreneurs while I was 25. So you can imagine what really itched me to get to the entrepreneurial side because I was 25 meeting 25 entrepreneurs every day, just getting excited by what they were building and thought about starting something by myself. So that's been my backstory um, before starting Videoverse. Cool. And when, when did you guys launch um, Videoverse? Uh, so we launched Videoverse back in 2016. Uh, we've been at it for the last five years now. Uh, primary, we've rebranded very recently. We were called Touch earlier. We just started calling ourselves Videoverse. The reason why we call ourselves Videoverse is now because we are building house of editing and broadcasting suites within the company. So we already have three products. One is called as Magnify, the second is called as Tech, the third is called as Elasto. Magnify creates automated uh, key moments and highlights out of any live feed, whereas Tech allows you to broadcast into multiple social platforms. Uh, very much similar to what uh, most of the uh, platforms do today, but the de facto here is that we're trying to replace an OBS on a web browser over a period of time. And the third product is Elasto, which is a web-based editing platform, allows you to edit content, has a bunch of automation built into it. So you don't have to sit and choose your color contrast ratios, your brightness. The platform does all of that for you. All you have to do is just upload your content, watch the magic. Got it. So um, who are your customers? Who do you guys serve? Uh, so uh, back at Magnify, we work with uh, a lot of major broadcasters, sports federations, sports teams across the globe. Uh, we've been covering some of the largest sporting events that you guys have been watching these days. Uh, and we do that actively. What the platform does there is actually allows them to ingest a live feed into our system and automatically creates key moments and highlights out of the live feed that you guys are now consuming these days uh, and get more excited about. So we're doing that uh, specifically at Magnify. Back at Stick and Lusto, we're actually catering to people like you and me. We're catering to people that love uh, creating content, love kind of going online, going live. Uh, those are basically the customer base that we're serving there. And how do you guys find new clients? Uh, so uh, obviously we're following the different GTM motion back at uh, Magnify and back at the last one stick. The last one stick is more digital for us. It's more influence and more community-led approaches. Back at Magnify, obviously we have built an entire uh, foot soldiers uh, back in various countries. We have our own inbound and outbound marketing approaches that we built in. Uh, use the lead gen uh, mechanism to create our leads, our own funnels, and then reach out to the audiences via events, marketing, performance marketing, various other things that we keep doing. And um, so is this for, I mean, can anybody use this service? Can any business use it? Or is it just mainly for, uh, you know, the type of clients that you're currently working with? Uh, so uh, it's usually meant for the enterprises. Uh, and 
it's meant for the enterprises to first hand use it. And uh, usually they are the ones that actually use Magnify. Back at Stick and Elastore, anyone can use the product. Okay. So you guys have been in business since, uh, you know, for, for a minute now. You said 2016. Is that right? That's correct. That's okay. Right. So it's been about eight years or six years now. And um, the, the solution clearly works. What are you guys working on this year? What are you excited about? Something very interesting. We're actually uh, working very heavily right now on creating a Web3 experience for users to consume content. We have these amazing key moments and highlights that you guys uh, eventually consume, but it's going to become even more interesting when you can consume it while you feel that you're actually there at the stadium. So that's something that we were working on. You're going to start seeing a lot of movement there happen probably by the end of this year. It's still early to talk about, but the team is working hard. Sure. So let's back up a minute. Let's talk a little bit more about this solution. I really want to understand how this whole thing works. So if you can explain it to me, like you're talking to a five-year-old, just so our listeners can really understand the power behind it. I can hear the confidence in your voice. You're really excited about this solution because it clearly works and it solves some problems, but let's back up a minute and really let's help our listeners understand what the solution actually does. Uh, so basically what we're trying to now do is uh, we're trying to create a key moment and then create a virtual world out of it. We've realized that audiences love watching uh, key moments and highlights. Obviously, instant replays are what they're most affectionate about. Uh, it gives them an instant uh, kind of a reaction mode to what is happening inside the live event. But they obviously miss the impact that it creates when you're watching the match live. Uh, what we've now started working on is creating an uh, entire virtual immersion for you, which is not going to be real time, which is going to be obviously a little delayed in your live feed. But the opportunity for you here is to actually be on the stadium and consume the content while you're there. So we're working on some cool things where you'll be able to use your VR glasses to consume these key moments and highlights and actually feel that you're in the stadium when we have created these key moments. Yeah, because I got, um, I have a an Oculus, so I I put the Oculus on and I'm able to watch like ESPN, but not for an extended yep. amount of time. It kind of gives me a headache after a while. Some people say you have to be well hydrated. I, I don't know. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. Um, but you know, we're we're moving into. A, I I would invite, but the quality is is not is not crystal clear HD. Um, it's not bad, but I, I wouldn't sit there with those goggles on and watch an entire football game and go, wow, that was a great experience on here. W where do you see that really improving where people, you know, because like the VR is cool and everything. I just, you know, putting the goggles on for an extended amount of time just doesn't sound like a good time. What what, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I absolutely agree with you. It's going to take some while before the hardware there gets a little lighter, gets a little better, right? The current Say, for an example, even the uh, Quest 2 that we use these days is a very heavy headset to use. Uh, those glasses will, over a period of time, start getting better, lighter, uh, and much more compact for usage, where it will basically be just as your sunglasses, right? And that's that's a point where it, when it reaches at that weight is when consumers will not have a problem using it aggressively and proactively. Till then, it's going to be obviously a challenge. It's going to be about how people look at it, how people are going to use it. And, you know, like you said, people need to stay hybrid to kind of be on it for us. Got it. And so is VR a big part of what you guys are doing? Not really. It's more of an experimental project for us this year. Uh, we're definitely excited about it, but it's not, it's not the most important thing that we are trying to do. The most important thing that we're trying to do back at the offices is obviously just keep innovating in terms of the automation for key moments and highlights. Excellent. So what do you guys, uh, what, what do you, what do you, you said you're, you're, what you guys are working on, you're excited about at the moment is, 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 um, 
Are, are there new solutions on top of what you guys are already working on? I know you talked a little bit about that and still in the beginning stages on here, but like, what's, you know, what's to, what do you guys expect to be doing in the next five years? So to be very honest, obviously the next five years is going to be all about us experimenting with a bunch of things. So while we're going to continue staying as a focus in what we're delivering today as key moments and highlights for the consumers to consume it, our end goal is going to be, can we deploy this technology for people like you and me to start creating our own highlights? That's where the real power starts getting unleashed, right? If I'm watching a football match and if I'm able to kind of control what I really want to see in terms of key moments, create my own highlights, create my own packages and share with my friends, families and everyone, that's going to be the next solution because people enjoy watching what they really want to watch and they don't want to watch the pushed content that the platforms these days do. And that's exactly what our focus is going to be to kind of, you know, ensure these short form contents that we create are actually becoming more and more immersive, more interactive and more user generated. Sure. So when it comes to the startup world, what, you know, what's, what, in your experience, what's been the, the, the hardest part of the startup process? Oh, uh, it's always been getting a rockstar team together, right? Uh, biggest challenge for any entrepreneur, every, every founder has been that just getting a, a team I think that's that's been the biggest challenge that we have also gone gone through ourselves. Uh, people will talk all about fundraising. People will talk all about uh, you know various other elements coming into place. But if you're able to kind of pull off the biggest problem and you're able to solve that by just getting a rockstar A team, you already solved more than eighty percent of your job because the team is what is going to actually drive your organization forward. Yeah, it it, it really is. And to the opposite of that, what what's been the best part of the startup process oh uh the free uh the free will of just kind of you know thinking freely doing things at your own pace uh being excited about what you're trying to build getting up every morning with an excitement uh in your mind and obviously with a bunch of other things that you really want to solve for and the entire amazing process of learning every day because when you're when you're building a company you're literally learning everything from scratch and learning something new every single day so that's probably been the most exciting thing of our entire process. Absolutely. And so some, some final thoughts for, you know, our, our listeners, what, what would be some advice you would give them as far as the world of startup is concerned? Oh, very simple. I would just go back and tell everyone that I know that uh, if you guys want to kind of jump into it, you should do it. You should try and solve some a problem that really excites you. It does not really need to solve a real world problem, but it needs to be a problem that excites you. Uh, because if that, that happens, everything else will fall in place. And uh, fundraising and money and everything is a catalyst to your growth. And so the one thing that everyone needs to stop definitely discussing right now is about the startup of uh, the funding winter that's going on, right? Uh, everyone's been talking about uh, not be able to raise capital. People just need to stop talking about it. Like, I don't think you're ever going to run into these problems. Sure. Absolutely. I agree. Well, I enjoyed our conversation. I sure do appreciate you taking some time out of your day to hang out with us here on the Grit Daily Startup Show. I want to encourage you to keep up the great work with what you guys are doing. And uh, we'll have to have you back on the show sometime to get an update from you. Thanks again. Thanks, Sebastian. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. 
Until next time, friends. Connect with your potential customers wherever they are. Effective uses Comcast viewership data insights to combine advanced targeting capabilities with premium TV and streaming content so you can deliver the best ad experiences to your audience no matter how they watch. Visit EFFECTV.com.